0: Rambam yemi for Shabbos, Qayda, Pei. First Patek, the beginning of Hilchus Deus. So the beginning of which is about the traits, behavior patterns, according to Torah. It includes all kinds of things that have to do with how a person behaves, interacts with himself, or how he interact with others. And the um, Rambam set aside these special halachas on this topic, and it's, it's, it's right here after you say that, Torah, before everything else. Uh, apparently, uh, similar to the well-known uh, line that uh, originates in the Medrash, so meaning that uh, it's important to understand right away what it's like to be a mensch, how to behave the mensch way with yourself, with other people, and uh, that's what we're going to learn. And uh, now let's read the Minyan ha-mitzvahs, the list of mitzvahs that will be covered in these halachas. Eleven mitzvahs here. Five positive, six negative. Zal pratn aleph number one. To compare to Hashem's ways. Beiselavakliyedov to cleave to those who know Him. To the sages gimel leiv esreim to love our fellows. Dalad leiv esaginim to love the converts. Heish lelsteinachim then not hate our brothers. Vov leichiyach to rebuke. Zanish lelahalim panim to not embarrass anyone. Chesh lelanis am lalim not to. Uh, torment unfortunate people number nine is not to um spread rumors that kind of thing not to take revenge is number ten number eleven is not to keep a grudge we're going to learn these mitzvahs in the following now from the first mitzvah to compare to hashem's uh, ways is, is going to extract not just a few details, but a whole entire path, a whole philosophy, which is possible had uh, originally been set out in a systematic way in the books of the philosophers beforehand. But there are, of course, many details spread throughout Chazal. And the Ram was the first, or one of the first, to uh, to bring this in, in a systematic style, into our swarm, and especially uh, Halachik Sefer, as we know. And um, just worth noting that the Ram also spoke at length about what we're going to read here in the beginning of Echus is in the Hakdama known as Shmai'na to Perkei Yavis, as well. As we'll see, there's a lot of overlap between ideas of Perkei Yavis and ideas here. So that's why it's also an in introduction to his commentary to Perkei Yavis, where he also lays out these ideas. So in the first Perek, he's going to lay out general idea. Is it connected to the first mitzvah, which is to, to follow Hashem's ways. And he's also going to speak about some specific midais, and then the second paragraph is going to continue about how to fix the middais, and he'll add additional details about certain specific traits. And the third chapter will speak about pleasure from the world, and the serving Hashem through ordinary, through the mundane. And the fourth chapter, he's going to expand the discussion to the topic of health, physical health. And then Am is going to systematically discuss some basic concepts in medicine, uh, which, uh, as they had been laid out previously in medical books. And again, there's some details that are in Chazal. And again, he's the first one to bring a systematic discussion about medicine into uh, halachic works. In chapter five, he's going to speak about uh, how Tamil Chachem should behave. There are extra details about the particular behavior of Tamil Chachem. It has to be a lot more refined. And then in Parag Voh and Parag he's going to continue and discuss the rest, the other 10 mitzvahs on this list. All right, let's get to paragraph The name begins with a general statement about the nature of humanity. The Lamb says, Everyone has many traits. And each one is very different than the other and very distant from the other. adam some have a big temper, some some are very calm. any case, cloud doesn't get angry at all. Emkass, and if he does, yiches kass. But how? Because Hashem is going to be here once in a few years. Another example: v'yeshu adem shukvav leviyaser. Someone who's very haughty. V'yeshu sharo someone was the opposite. He's uh, very humble. V'yeshu b'al tayv. Another example: someone who has tremendous desires. V'tisba nafshem aleich but tavasa. He never rests from chasing those desires. V'yeshu teher guf b'yiyaser. And some are the opposite very, very pure ways, not even desiring the minimum that the body needs. So, right, so this, this is a, an axiom, it's axiomatic that uh, we look at humanity and people are not identical to each other in their in their personalities, on the contrary. So, our whole starting point is that we gotta deal here. If we're gonna talk about this, we have to deal with the reality that people are totally different from each other. And now Alam is gonna is listing some extreme opposites, seemingly from very good to very bad, although perhaps even the good side is very exaggerated. So that's what we that's what that's what we just did. And um the idea that uh the, you know, whether he's very desirous or not. So that's going to be with regard to how the person treats himself. And then we're going to give, in the next paragraph, we're going to get into similar things, but in, ter- in terms of money. And in the, in the next examples, it's both sides are going to sound pretty, to, both sides are going to start sounding pretty bad. Someone who has a, uh, Sort of, a, I mean, I don't know, translated specifically into English, but the idea being, that he has very broad. Hasagas, uh, and uh, he doesn't, he's not sated from all the money and the work. in and the Rambam cites a pasuk in Kehilas, "Ayev kasev leyispa kasev," idea that someone who loves money is never satisfied. Yesh meaning does so little. There's someone who do so little. Shadayah feel very much is enough in terms of earning money. He's enough with so little that won't be enough. And he won't uh, work hard, he won't chase in order to get what he actually needs. So, Nefer I think, sometimes can be positive. Clearly, here Nefer is meant to be negative. And the um, Passock speaks for itself. And uh, yeah, so Makatsi, we're talking about someone in terms of earning money, is doing so little that uh it's not uh, whatever he's happy with is not what's actually enough for him, so he's not taking care of it properly, so we gave an example before of those taking care of themselves, and now we're speaking about a similar trait where it's in terms of how much you're pursuing money, and then we're going to give uh another related uh, two uh, polar opposites, but also slightly different. <speaking in Hebrew> Then you have somebody who has money, but still starving himself. He's still uh, accumulating the money, and he's not spending a penny on himself. Uh, to spend a penny, it's, it's so hard. The, it causes a tremendous pain to him to spend a penny. And <laughs> then the people that have money, but they just waste it all. So this is two types in spending money. So we have um, taking care of yourself, pursuing money, and then spending money. And similarly goes for all the other traits. Kugayn, Mahayel v'Ainan. So mahil uh, v'Ainan are two opposites. Mahil is someone who's uh, overdoing it on the happiness, on the jolliness. Maybe it's uh, veering into silliness. Ainin is someone who's super depressed, super down, melancholy. Kila v'kila That's um, stingy and generous to others. That's different than what we mentioned before, but towards oneself. Um someone who's very cruel or very uh very merciful or Achleva, slave, someone who's the opposite of brave, and someone who's very brave, whole create dependent and anything similar to that. So these are all uh, meant to illustrate the idea about these uh, polar extremes in these various general traits. So now that I'm gonna acknowledge that these are very uh, so far he's only been mentioning extremes, but he's gonna acknowledge now that uh, of course most are not uh Uh, Either extreme, but somewhere in the middle. So between the two polar extremes, at opposite ends, you also have more, more in the middle. You have deus in the middle. They're also distant from each other. And when we speak of these traits. Uh, sometimes these are things that people are born with, literally what they're born with. And interesting, he, he uses the term teva gufai, that it's, it's sort of a bodily uh, propensity towards certain things. And uh, so mention is, is listing essentially three ways in which a person acquires a trait. So number one, was he's born with. Number two, that we just read, is traits where something about his nature, he's very primed to acquire. You can't say that he has it now, but he's very, very primed and ready. He's gonna, that once that, uh, he and that trait line up with each other, he's gonna click really fast, uh, compared to other uh, alternatives or other traits. The third option is And in this specifically, he's going to mention uh, sort of three. So someone who's not born with it, there's three ways how he can acquire a trait that he wasn't uh, especially uh, meant to have. So either (laughs) he learned from others, I I don't know, either consciously or unconsciously. Or uh, it's just he came up with it. He, He... he thought about it, and he came to the conclusion that this is how uh, I ought to be. Or uh, sort of an external, but so I guess lama like we said earlier is, is literally learned it from other people's behavior. And then he, the second one is he thought of it, and the third one is he heard people saying this is the way you ought to be. So it was intellectual, but he heard it from others. So this is good. This is the way to do it. And then he uh, trained himself until it actually uh, took hold. And um, in the beginning of the yizu. what I'm understanding the Rambam to be saying here is that the deus Bernanius themselves, in the middle, there's still a lot of room to be I think. Anyway, halacha gemu. So now that the Rambam sort of gave us uh, an overview of uh, humanity in general, now we're gonna get to the big rule. What's the big rule here? So, those two opposite extremes at either end of each trade, not good, not the right path. You should not follow it if it's something that comes natural to you, and certainly not to uh, train yourself. Because, I'm saying that because there are people out there that might be persuaded somehow that uh, the extreme of some trade is great. So, he's here to tell you it's not once again the three general things that we listed before either uh this is literally your nature your nature tilts towards this, or that your nature is primed somehow you are you're you're ready to latch on it just about even if you haven't acquired it yet. Or you already acquired it somehow externally. I made it yours. So any of those three. So, yeah. so you, have to, you have to repair it, you have to fix yourself, get back on the right track. But he calls the the path of the good and the the straight path, the correct path. Mm, all right, so we're not I'm just speaking in an abstract kind of way, it's not good. No, what should you do? You should go to What is the Derech Hayisher? Oh, so that's supposed to lead us into our next piece. What is Derech Hayisher? he The Derech that we're uh, promoting here is completely smack in the middle of each day of all the possible days that a person can have. Again, he makes sure it's clear that when we say middle, we mean literally equally distant from either side, and it is no closer to this side than it is to this side. As earlier in Halacha Beis, he made it sound like in the middle there's a, a lot of space in the middle. So again, I'm make sure it's clear. Be the bayness that's literally bayness. <laughs> as we'll see in days, that I is going to um, refer, especially, I think, in later Prokrim, greater frequency to what the Chachamim once said. So, here we go. And that means Chazal. So, it says, the, the early sages, they say, the person should always be evaluating his traits. Evaluating, estimating. And, and Making sure he's guiding them and directing them towards the middle, and that's how he's complete. Now, um, so what, what statement of Chazal is that I'm talking about? So in the case of Mishnah, he, uh, he first says, So that's uh, that, uh, the word that copies that language, the word shum, uh, shum de there doesn't really explain. Uh, the general context in is about ruach versus Shvaruach, uh, in versus Humble, or more than Humble. And, um, and that's where the Sham or comes in. And the Rambam takes that and applies it to the topic at hand and says, that the, what's the Sham? The Sham is to get to the middle. We didn't say that there, but I'm saying that's what it means. You're, why are you measuring? Why are you, uh, why are you evaluating? It's to get you. And I guess because the word Sham is a unique term, it has like a connotation of measuring. So, well, why are you measuring? So, says, you're measuring to get to the middle. Okay. And now that I'm going to start doing callbacks to Allah Ha'alef, the examples from Allah Ha'alef, and pointing out that even the early examples in Allah Ha'alef, the extremes there aren't good as well. So, he says, K'etzad, for example, don't be that guy with a temper, who is easy to anger, but don't be like the other guy. The other guy who doesn't react at all, he's uh, basically dead. I mean, what kind of person doesn't, uh, doesn't react? He seems, uh, he seems <laughs> equivalent to a dead person. So neither are good. You need to be in the middle. How does he define the middle? You should only get upset about major things that are worth getting angry over so that they don't repeat themselves again. So there's some kind of benefit here. And, and someone who's not angry in this case, he's going to lose out on the benefit. And uh, it seems like nothing, nothing matters to him. Really? nothing matters to you? I mean, some things should matter to you. So anger is important because it, uh, it gives an indication of what's, uh, what's serious, what's important, and what's not. And um, in the parak Bayes, we're going to see that uh, the Rambam's, uh, the way Rambam takes on this topic is a little bit more complex, Although here it sounds very similar, straightforward, always going in the middle. Okay? Another example, uh, from al Ha'al, The person should only desire the things that the body needs and that you can't live without the real essentials. Uh, the tzadik eats what he needs. Uh, we're going to see this mentioned in other contexts later in in Deus as well. Even this pasuk, I believe, and just like in the Halach spoke about desiring and then pursuing money. So that I'm also mentions desiring, and now he mentions that you shouldn't be working in business except to uh, to get the things that you actually need in order to to live the, the basic needs excites the Pasuk and tell them, what's good for Tzadik is a little bit. Um, just to comment on the Pusuk, and the Pasuk mission, uh, I didn't see any special particular context there, but um, what you see in the Pasuk, in the words of the Pasuk, is that um, the Tzadik is, is full. But what we take from here is that no more, no less. Full and no more, and full and no less. So that's, uh, that's you start treating yourself, and then I'm goes into earning money, and being becomes possible to take out at tzaddik, uh, until also no real special context there, but you see that Sadik is associated with uh, ma'at, Sadik suffices with a little. So uh, the way that Am takes it is that it's the little that you need, no more, no less. And that little he does want, and that's the ben The two opposite extremes being everything or nothing, The middle is pursuing what you need. And uh, now, uh, with regarding spending money, which Ram also had mentioned, uh, earning money and spending money, shouldn't be too tight fisted. You shouldn't spend all this money. Give stock according to what you can afford, and give loans uh, to who needs. So, um, in addition to whatever you need to spend on yourself, which you already established, shouldn't be too much. And now he goes on to uh, additional uh, uh, another another example from Aleph Aleph. Shouldn't be overdoing it on the mirth on the on the, the laughter. But you shouldn't be overdoing it on the sadness. Be pleasantly have a you know nice uh, joy de vivre, however you pronounce it. But the, the idea that you have you know joy in life, and a calm, uh, nicely stated way. The same with a pleasant demeanor. And the same goes for all the other days that were listed. So, this path we call now he calls it the derech of the chacham, the derech of the sages. Of course, the Ramam seems to think that it applies to everyone, but uh, practically speaking, realistically, it's the chachamim that uh, actually uh, achieve it. And uh, either it's because they're chacham regardless, or you're chacham because you, uh, you figured out this derech. But there's still room to actually uh, be outstanding. It's not just about being uh, a being smack at the middle. Now that Adam says, So if, if you achieve this, that itself seems to be uh, enough to make you be worthy of calling, being called a Chacham. Someone who goes even further is It's someone who actually uh, doesn't stick to the middle, actually goes a little bit a little this way or that way, but just a little, not all the way at someone who's extra special. Because uh, you see that because look in Chazal there always seems to be that beyond the general sages, beyond the people, who there's always there's an extra group of chassidim, extra pious. So so, as everyone else who's not a chassid, just a nobody, no, this is a baseline for a regular person to be a chassid, and then you can stand out and be a chassid. And uh, and the chassid is after someone who isn't uh, the someone who isn't smack in the middle, but uh, what we sort of maybe even thought to begin with that uh, maybe it is worth uh, moving to the towards the extreme of one side, but it has to be in a healthy way, not in a harmful way. So that's why extremes are not good. And um, to illustrate, he's going to use uh, another example from Alech Aleph. <clears throat> I don't think we mentioned yet. <laughs> so someone who stays away from haughtiness till the uh, opposite extreme and is extremely shvaruach the Humble, but even more than that, that's what we would consider in this context. And if you just stuck to the middle, as we did described and then you're just an ordinary humble person with an, a normal dose of humility. Then you're just a and that's the regular And again, we're gonna see uh empiric base that the Rambam might uh, Modify this, it's also not as straightforward as it sounds here. And it um, says generally, the of old, they used to take their dais and tilt away from the center towards one of the two, but it can't be any side of any dais. For some traits, it's in one direction, but some it's in the first. First versus the last, one versus two. So some, he's not giving examples, but uh point being that in every trait, there's only one direction that would be a good way to tilt to be a chassid. Now I'm connected to the concept of chassidim beyond the letter of a law. Chassidim, seemingly that's sort of a term for someone who... uh does for others what he didn't really need to do for for them, but the is taking uh, taking this term to mean that at its root, a person is overdoing a bit, is going go far uh, with the appropriate trait. So, in that sense, it's similar to what we're talking about here, but, uh you're going further than you needed to. That's And now, to connect this back to uh, the mitzvah. Uh, so that this uh, fits in with uh, <coughs> the mitzvahs of Hilchus De'ez, we're uh, commanded. This whole uh, idea is actually the commandment to follow the middle path. Because that uh, being in the middle translates into doing the good thing, doing the right thing. So here's a Pesach, one Pesach out of many, that say to go in Hashem's ways. And, uh, as we're going to see, uh, momentarily in Halachavav, that uh, Chazal uh, said that this means that, uh, we have to go in godly ways, ways that are described as gods, is godly. And let's read the Halachavav. And this is in, in multiple places in Chazal. This is how they, uh, interpreted this mitzvah. "Ma uNikra chanan, ach Just as he is called chanan, and he's, he, He's, gives, uh, he interacts with, in a graceful way, a gracious way. So same for you, you should be a chana. Now note that the Rambam is being careful with his language. He's saying mm-hmm. mahu nikra chana, Hashem is called chana, afata heyei chana, you should be a chana. Um Chazal is actually not the case. And Chazal says mahu chana afata, and the Rambam is deliberately changing with the nikra, as we're gonna see very soon in the Alakha itself, exclusively. And Ignar continues citing or paraphrasing Chazal, Mahu Rachum Rachum, Merciful, Mahu Nikra kaddish, holy, sanctified. Um now interestingly, if you look at the terms Chan and raham and Kaddish, uh alone, out of context, there's no, there's no particular, uh, seemingly there's no particular mashmaus here of this whole concept of going on the middle path. The Chazal, the Sarsim Chazal says there are paths and there are traits and they're attributed to Hashem, we have to adopt them. So the Namam is now coming and saying that all the things that the Chazal spoke about, or all the things that are listed in regards to Hashem, in regards to what we ought to do, can all be incorporated into this whole model of the Derek HaYashira that he explained. So, so, because of that, the, the Pasuk and the Chazal automatically fits into his model, even if you wouldn't have necessarily, uh, come up with that model yourself from just reading the Pasuk and the Chazal. But whatever the case is, we, we, what it does say clearly, is that you have to follow in Hashem's ways and you have to follow good midos. So that's that's certainly uh, not uh, no one can dispute that. So those are the three uh, that the Ram is taking from Chazal. Although I don't remember if it says Kaddish and Chazal or not. But there are other circumcinations to you, okay? And, um, so we can expand that to really all the all the attributes that the the Navim used to describe Hashem. And again, it's what they. Called Hashem. So what are those? Echapayim, but Rav Chesed, Tzadik, V'yasher, Talmum, Gibur, V'Chazek, Hayitzman. is he's he's slow to anger. Rav is very kind. Tzadik he's righteous. Yasher <rente> he's straight. Talmum he's whole, wholesome. Gibur he's uh, and Chazek is strong. Gibur is something uh, even beyond that, presumably uh, some kind of heroic strength, etc. So. All those are Lahidiya Sha'edudrahum And It's also to tell you that these are the right ways to be. And that's how a person should behave. So what the Ram is saying here is that first of all, it's not just Rahman ch'azal, but every other. And here though, the Ram is actually going back and, and sort of pointing out what he what he was after with that term nikra. Because the Ram, for the Ram, this is a huge problem that uh, we're even calling Hashem. Uh, names like these, terms like these, because Hashem really can't be described by these terms. So the Ramam is flipping it all around and saying, do you know why they call Hashem by these terms? It was specifically for this purpose. It says, The reason why they uh, attributed these traits to God was their way of telling you that these are the traits you should adopt. That was their main point. The main point was actually for you. So they took them and they described it. So it's like an educational way of, of teaching you what's right, the, the educational way is by sticking them on to Hashem, and then you automatically know I have, to, I have to be godly, so all those are godly traits, I must adopt all those godly traits. And um, now, how does the Rambam suggest we can, we can adopt these traits? So, so how should a person train himself for these until they... Uh, from the established. from Mai Shahisapiya and But we should do in the second time and a third time. So here the Lama is only the separating between the day and the action. So the daya is the trait, and then there's the actual behavior. Now usually whoever has a trait, that's his behavior. One uh, one is uh, one is tied to the other. Here, then I'm saying, in essence, that even before you've acquired the trait, as long as you've intellectually uh, decided this is the trait you want to acquire, you can start doing is, you can start uh, behaving as if that's your trait, and then it's going to retroactively, it's going to work backwards, it's going to actually form a trait, and then it'll become natural to you. So, yes, we're going to about that. should do it so many times until... The behavior is easy, comes easy to him, and it's not difficult. And when you cover the ultimately, those will actually be his acquired traits. And the says, So we gave it a few names. We said and says now that because these are the terms that uh, uh, the creator was called. Again, it's always emphasizing that it's what Hashem is called, and it's in essence teaching us how we should be, so that's why this path is called, so we can call this Hashem's path, and that's based on that, you can interpret that, see that in, in, in even more seconds. so for example, this is what Avram taught his children, it says, I know he's going to teach his family, that they're going to keep the Derech Hashem, path of Hashem to do stuck uh, and mishpat, righteousness and, and justice. So right, so just like we said before, it's not just Derech if you just want to be a wise man and a sage, but this is essentially all under the rubric of going in God's ways. So you can call it Derech Hashem, it's the godly path. And then we can say that's what Avram is talking about, not just Torah Mitzvahs, which may be how you may have understood it, or however you understood the Pasuk, but uh, we can read this into the Pasuk with Avraham and see how the Pasuk is encouraging it. And then once we've established that uh, that was what he was talking about with Avraham, so then we can sort of get another message from those Psyokim, that uh, the Pasek is trying to tell you that following this path is going to bring good and blessing. Shemar, Aman man Hashem alavram, Yitzhah, alav, Hashem was going to bring all kinds of blessings. So by following the Erech Hashem, that's where you get the blessings. So that's what the message of these psechum is also. It's, it's bolstering what we're talking about.